0: Hello and welcome back to It's Fine, I'm Fine. Happy holidays! We are almost to Christmas in the end of 2021. Thank God. Uh, And there are only about probably two episodes left of the It's Fine, I'm Fine podcast this year. Um, And I know we're just getting started and into the swing of things, but um, I'm really glad that I did this and I'm really happy and proud of something, which I feel like I haven't been in a really long time, so thank you if you're listening, in when new episodes drop, um, it means the world to me, and there's so much more that is, you know, coming in the new year. I have so many new plans and ideas running through my head for this podcast, so get ready. We're just getting started. Um, so today's episode, I wanted to kind of talk about therapy. Um, I get a lot of questions um, when I talk about, I'm very open about therapy. I'm very open about the fact that I go to therapy and what I'm learning in therapy. Um, and I try to just be very transparent about that. Um, that is, you know, one of my main goals, especially, you know, I've talked about this before on social media. Like I don't want to always post my highlight reel. So I do post about, you know, therapy and struggles that I have, um, and what I'm learning. So I decided that I would just make a little episode about it. Kind of just going into detail. Cause I do get questions a lot, um, about, you know, why I started, how to get started, um, and people just being like, I don't have anybody in my family or anybody around me that goes or I feel like I can talk to you about it. Um, so, this episode is for all of you who are curious and um, may kind of need to hear somebody else talk about their experience with it. So, here we go. Um, I. I've been going to therapy for, I guess, I started back in uh, May, June, June, I think, maybe the end of June, beginning of July. Um, so I've been going for a couple months now, and um, I would, was going every week. Um, I was seeing my therapist once a week. It's very personal. You can go once a week, you can go twice a week, you can go every other week, you can see your therapist once a month. It really is just like your preference. Personally, like what your journey is, whatever, you know, your whatever that looks like to you, how often you want to go and how often you think you want to go. And definitely, you know, talking to your therapist. They they know how long or how often you should be going to. So, having that conversation with your therapist about like how often you should be scheduling to speak with them, um that's just it's just all based on preference and, like, what you're going through and all that stuff. Um, But I was going to therapy every week um, for the first three or four months that I was going. And um, when I initially started, I was doing really well. Um, I think that I just really wanted – I was just sick of my own shit. And I really wanted to find ways that I could cope and find things – that could help me. And I was like doing my own research and I was really, really into it. I'm not going to go back and preference this because it was really hard to start. And the first month that I went to therapy, I hated it. So let me start there because I feel like I was just like, Oh, I loved it. It was great because it's not, it's scary. Um, when I started therapy, I, um, was really petrified I I didn't know you know I didn't want to talk to somebody about my problems in my head I thought I didn't have any I thought that you know I was fine but when I first started going every time that I would walk into that room I was going in person for a while I do virtual now but um, every time I would walk into that room I would want to immediately just get up and be like never mind never mind I don't want to be here I'm fine. I have nothing to talk about. So my therapy sessions were really quiet and very strange. And we would just sit there and she would try to talk to me and I would just be like mute and have not many things to say. Um, But then I, you know, eventually after the first month and a half of going, um, like I said, I was sick of my own shit. And I was like, I want this to help me and I want this to work. So I need to also be putting in effort. And I also need to figure out how I can be vulnerable enough to open up to somebody that I don't even know. This this person that you're talking to is a complete stranger. And while, yes, you can find comfort in knowing that, like, hey, this person has an unbiased opinion of me and I can say all the stuff that's going on in my life or how I'm feeling or the thoughts in my head that I would normally never tell people that I, you know, know very well, um, it's also very scary because you're giving a stranger you know, access to all of this stuff that's in your head. So it's conflicting and it's hard. So that's kind of where I was in the first month of therapy. Um, but when I started putting in the work and really like connecting with my therapist, um, that's when real work started to, you know, show in my life, I was doing really well. I was checking all the boxes and, um, you know, I I was in my healing journey or like in this whole thing. Um, My therapist, you know, we were in a session and she was like, I think you're doing really well. Um, We can maybe lean back on only seeing each other every other week. And I was like, oh, awesome. Like, I feel like I'm moving forward. I feel like things are going really well for me. Um, So then I like was only seeing her every other week. Um, And I think that when I did that, um, I kind of fell off the wagon a little bit. And it's, it's crazy because like I went all these years without going to therapy and I felt like my life was just kind of messy and, you know, I didn't have all these, you know, coping mechanisms and all this stuff. And, um, but when I, you know, took that one week away from therapy or I, I, you know, I switched my schedule up and I wasn't going to therapy every week. Um, it really kind of messed me up a little bit and I th- I think I thrive when I have a routine, and when I'm really on a ball with a routine, um, I do really, really well, and I fell off there for a while, and I was stuck in a bad mental place, and a lot of stuff had happened in my life, and I wasn't able to, you know, reach out to my therapist, and I wasn't able to go see her. Um, I, I struggled really, really bad. Um, so... I didn't see her for three weeks. There was just some conflicting stuff where, like, I wasn't able to see her for three weeks. And then when I came back, um, this was just last week. She was like, "I think maybe we I had, we had this whole conversation. I had just like really laid everything that had happened in three weeks to her and how I was feeling. She's like, "I think maybe we should go back to seeing each other, um, every week. And she's like, "That doesn't mean that you know you have failed. It doesn't mean that you have completely gone backwards in your healing." it just means that sometimes we sometimes we need to take a step back and you know we do really good and we feel really great sometimes and then we you know we slip up and we fall off the wagon like i said before but it doesn't mean that you've completely gone off track and it doesn't mean that you have failed it just means that you know you just need some help again you need to be supported again and that's fine it's okay to ask for help when you need it and i think i really struggled with that before I started therapy it was the initial like i need to start therapy for me the asking for the help but that was really hard for me because i have always been a person that will that puts myself on the back burner um i will you know support other people and help other people and i want to put their you know problems and their struggles first and i'll always be like i'm fine like don't worry about me i'm okay like i'm good i'm good i can figure out my own stuff but I never do. Instead of figuring it out, I'm always just like, I push it behind me and I don't think about it. Um, so it's been really hard, but making that decision to finally be like, I am going to therapy. It was a decision that I think has saved my life. And, um, I'm hoping that, you know, with this episode of me opening up and telling you about like how I have gone through it and how hard it was for me, but then how I just, I hope that me explaining my experiences to you and um, kind of just being open and honest about it. I hope that someone out there that's listening, if, they, if you needed that push, I hope that this is it for you because it's scary and it's uncertain. And I know that it's hard to do it, but once you do it, it changes your life. It really does. And the way I thought about therapy back then when, you know, I had some people being like, well, maybe you should go talk to somebody. Maybe you should try out therapy. Um, I was just – I knew nothing about it. And to me back then, I was like, I feel embarrassed. I feel like, you know, people are going to hear I'm going to therapy and they're going to be like, this girl's crazy. Like, no way. I'm not going to talk to somebody. Like, I'm not doing that. Um, I had such a negative – view of it back then and thinking back like if I would have gone to therapy you know and legitimately took it seriously a few years ago I might be in a different place now like I don't know I I try not to do that because then I'm like the what ifs you know but um yeah but the way I think about it now is I'm as a 25 year old woman who has gone through a lot and Um, you know, I've been officially diagnosed with anxiety panic disorder and, you know, just a lot of stuff has, has happened. It's important. It's really important. Your mental health is so important and I've seen it in people around me that are close to me and I've seen it just in myself. It's just so freaking important to put your mental health before anything and anyone Um, And I think, honestly, I think everyone should go to therapy once in their life, one time. That's just my honest opinion. And I know it's not really, you know, everybody's cup of tea, but I really think it's beneficial. And I think that it could really help a lot of people, not just for people who have mental illnesses. I think it's really a way to go talk to a stranger who has an unbiased opinion with no judgment and to just let it all out. It's so therapeutic. therapy it's so therapeutic mind-blowing but it is it's just like you go in there and you just let it all out and when you actually let it help you it does the it does the job so I want to kind of go into why the exact moment I knew I needed to go um and so I would say in the spring of this year my anxiety had kind of gotten out of control um we had talked about this in the first episode of the podcast about how i was just really depressed and i had never really felt like that in my life and it was it was just taking over everything in my life um and i've always had bad anxiety but i mean like i was having panic attacks in public more than i have ever had and that was a new thing for me like i had had panic attacks you know every once in a while but i was having them a lot more over this past you know year um just very specific moments. Like I would be at bars and be around a lot of people and it would just freak me out. And I would just be like sitting at a table and you could see it instantly when, you know, I was having a panic attack. And my best friend, Lindsay was like, are you okay? Like you look, you just went white. Like you look like there's something going on. And I get, whenever I have panic attacks, I get super dizzy and I start to kind of black out a little bit. Like my eyesight kind of I just see, like, black spots. It's really strange. But um, I get really hot. I feel like I'm just going to pass out. I, it, It's just it's bad. My heartbeat is super, super fast. And if you are familiar with panic attacks and you have them a lot, then you definitely probably can relate to this. Um, but I was getting them a lot when I was out, when I was out in public, when I was out with friends, and it was weird. That was a new thing for me. Um, and more specifically, the moment that I knew that, like, I needed to go get help Um I went home with a guy I was dating at the time, and I had probably one of the worst panic attacks of my life. Um, I was just already kind of in a mentally bad place with just the whole, you know, depression thing and not really knowing what was going on with me. Um, but I think it was because I was in a fam- unfamiliar place and, um, and now have You know, being in therapy, I kind of can look back on it and know what it was. But, you know, I was out of my comfort zone and I was letting like negative thoughts run in my head and I was overthinking the whole weekend. Like, just it was not good. And I I found myself having not one, but two really, really bad panic attacks where I was just like mental breakdown, like bawling my eyes out in a park in a town where I, I didn't even know where I was like it was I'd gone away for a weekend and I had like had to physically get up and leave and walk to a park because my panic attack was so bad and I was just like bawling my eyes out hyperventilating didn't really know what was wrong with me um at the time but looking back on it you know just was super uncomfortable just negative thoughts stuff like that but um I think that that was in my head the defining factor for me where i was like defining factor for me where i was like i'm going to therapy i need help i can't live my life like this anymore um i was tired of feeling that way and it wasn't it was you know obviously affecting my life in a negative way but also it was starting to affect my relationships with other people and it was starting to affect big moments in my life that i should be you know happy and excited about but instead i'm Terrified of them, and I'm, I'm scared, and I'm, you know, just anxious about them, and I think coming back from that weekend, I just knew that it was time. I knew that I needed to go to see see somebody and actually get help. Um. Yeah. So that kind of brought me into. Also, like that was happening. That was like the, the the moment I knew. Um, But I think that, like, in, you know, the previous months before that, I kind of had lost interest in, like, all of the things that I once loved, and I was barely getting out of bed in the morning. I, you know, we kind of touched on this, obviously, in the first episode, but um, I was feeling like a, feeling depressed, and I had never felt that way before. That was the first time for me as well, and also that was another reason why I was like, okay, I need to go to therapy. Like, I need to talk to somebody about why I'm feeling sad for no reason, why I'm not loving the things I used to love. I don't feel passionate about anything. I don't feel passionate about life. So that was also another big chunk of why I felt like I needed to go. Um, uh, I went, and I didn't tell anybody. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody that I was going. Um I had a conversation with the guy I had been dating. I was like, I think I'm going. He was really great about the whole situation. Um, but I was like, I think I'm going to therapy. I think I need to go back. I think I need help. There's something not right with me. And my, you know, my mental health is not good. Um, you know, and he was very supportive. He was the first person I told. And then I just did it. Um Finding a therapist is kind of like, it's kind of like finding somebody to date. I don't know. It's it's very similar, I feel, because you are like testing the waters. You have to like go on like therapy dates. And I didn't know that that was a thing until I was like online, you know, because I didn't know anything about it. Like I had no previous experience with a good experience with it. So I was like, I have to figure out who I'm going to go tell all these crazy things in my head do. Um, and I don't even know where to start. So I just honestly got online and started Googling um, and reading like all of these posts and all of, you know, all this stuff that people were putting about like how to find a therapist, finding a therapist that works best for you. Um, definitely, if I can give you any advice is you need to, like I was saying, is kind of go on dates with therapists, or they call it shopping for a therapist, Um, you can usually message or you can do like a FaceTime or a Zoom with a therapist before you actually go and make this person like somebody you see on a regular basis, Um, because you do have to connect with the person. You do have to be comfortable enough with the person where you're like, I feel like I can tell you everything. Um, because I will give you this story. So I had gone through a company or an agency kind of that works with, um, matching you with, you know, the perfect therapist. I say that with air quotes cause it was great. Um, it's actually the same company I'm, I'm working with now, which is funny, but anyway, so I had kind of just messaged them and was like telling them about like what, you know, what I was going through and, um, my my issues and stuff like this and how old I was you have to tell them all this stuff and they're like okay we'll match you with you know your perfect air quotes therapist whatever so I waited a couple of days and I got a response back and they were like hi we have insert male's name here I'm not gonna throw him under the bus yeah, enter his name here um he would like to meet with you so you can pick you can do like Zoom whatever um, I just did mine in person because I need to in person I think at first I need to be in person to meet you know my therapist the person that I'm going to basically share my very vulnerable state with Um, so I was like okay I'll go meet him Um, basically I had to drive I don't there was like some miscommunication with like me and the person who was making the appointment Um, and she sent me to meet this guy and it was supposed to be at the Nashville office but they sent me to the Clarksville office, which is from here about like an hour. It can be an hour at some point. Um so they sent me there. I'm they're like, We're so sorry, we were supposed to meet this guy at this office, but he's not here in this office. We have another guy that you could speak with if you'd like. So you didn't drive up here for nothing. And I was like, All right, sure. Um, why not? So I go in and I meet this guy and we sit down, and he's an older guy. he's probably like in his forties fifties, and I kind of already knew this wasn't gonna work. Um, I wanted somebody that was like near my age that was kind of my big thing, so i was I already kind of knew when I went in the room I was like, this isn't gonna be a you know thing and I remember he kind of sat down and he pulled out a clipboard, put in like these papers, and he's asking me all these questions about like. I don't even know. Just stuff that just doesn't matter. He was asking me, like, my favorite color and, and, like, what I my hobbies were. And I was like, sir, I don't have any hobbies anymore because I'm too depressed to get out of bed to do anything. And he looked at me, and he, he was just, like, too stunned to speak. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I just already knew I didn't vibe with him. He had this very large – he looked like what you would think in your head, like, I'm going to see a therapist – is just like he's wearing a button-up shirt, white button-up shirt, a tie, like gray slacks. He has like slick back hair. Just, it was just not the vibe for me. Might have been somebody else's vibe. It was very dull. It was very, just not me. Um, And I knew in that moment, like, nah, this isn't it. So he had this Sonic cup and he kept the big, you know, the big Sonic cups. He had it full of ice and he would like take a sip of it. Every time he would ask me, like, how does that make you feel? I would be, like, like, shit. He would pick up his, his Sonic cup and just take a drink and be, like, and, like, shake shake the cup and the ice and like as I'm talking. So I would stop and look at him, and then he'd be, like, I'm sorry, continue. And then I would talk and, like, tell him how I'm feeling, and then he would, like, drink the Sonic cup again, and I was just, like, I, get me out of this room. <laughs> get me out of this room. Good Lord, please tell me that this is not what they're all like. Um, So... He did a lot of like the, how does that make you feel? And I just knew that was not how I wanted my therapist to speak to me. Um, And then he taught me how to do breathing exercises for when I have panic attacks. And he literally made me breathe in and out. Like we did that, that exercise, which I learned how to do when I went to the doctor for my anxiety. Um, So I was like, oh, get me out of this room. So finally, the session ends, we leave um, the lady at the reception desk is like, okay, well, this was just your initial meeting. Like, how did you feel about him? Do you feel like you want to meet with him again? And I was like, um, can I maybe have another option? (laughs) This wasn't even the guy that I was like supposed to actually meet with. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll find you somebody in the Nashville office, obviously. So you don't have to drive all the way here again. And I was like, perfect. So a week or so goes by and I get an email from the receptionist at the Nashville office of the, um, age or the, company that I was going through and they were like we have an intern she you know she the guy you were supposed to meet with here at our national office is booked full he can't take any new clients but he has an intern and at first I was like oh an intern all right so I was I didn't go into it with like a happy mood or I didn't go into it with any kind of optimism because I was just like the first time was not great and it's an intern I don't know so Boy, was I wrong because I went in and met my therapist who I still have to this day. Um, I remember going in the room and she was just – there was such a shift from the first time I went in to meet a therapist to the second time. She was just very, like, bubbly, lighthearted. She's around my age. I don't know. Like, I just felt so different walking into the room this time than I was with the other guy. Um, I just knew. And it's like dating. (laughs) Like I said before, you got to kind of test the waters and be like, "Eh, that one wasn't for me, but like you feel differently. Like you have that connection, that click, and it's literally a thing with a therapist. So when I met her the first time, our first meet um, session it was awesome. I loved her. And I was like, this girl gets me. I feel comfortable telling her everything. So I think you, I got lucky and got it on my second try, but I really think that you have to just kind of find the perfect fit for you. And it takes a while sometimes. Um, but I definitely think that once you find the perfect match for you, that's when the work, the real work can be put in. Once you're okay opening up and being vulnerable to somebody, that is when you can really start working on yourself. And to kind of backtrack a little bit, like when I went into my first sessions with her, like I, I thought she was great and I really liked her. But at the same time, I was still putting up walls with her because I didn't want to talk about anything. Um, I was scared to death to talk about anything. And, you know, I just was like, I don't want to be judged. And I know that she wasn't there to judge me, but I just have this like emotional wall that I've just built for So many years because I have been so hurt by people that I just put up these walls And even with like people that aren't trying to hurt me. I put them up so um I remember like our third or fourth session She looked at me I had come in and it was like I had not really given her much to work with and I knew that she was like All right, come on. We need to get going with this um and I remember I sat down and she was like I need to be very honest with you and I was like, oh boy she was like, you have this happy, bubbly personality. And she's like, but it you use it to hide behind the things that hurt you, the things that make you uncomfortable. You hide behind it so you don't have to tell people or yourself. You hide behind it so you don't have to tell yourself that you're hurting or that you have stuff that you're going through. You hide behind that. And I looked at her and I was like, stunned. I was like, y you're right, I guess. It's there have been so many moments in therapy where she where she said stuff to me and I'm like, moments of clarity. I'm like, oh my fucking God, you're right. <laughs> this woman, I'm telling you, this woman. She just knows. Um but yeah, I was I like didn't really ever think about it. I was like, you know you're right. Like I just and she's like, why do you think you feel that like why do you think that you are that way? Why do you think you do that? And I was like I don't know. I didn't know I did it until now, but now that I'm looking at it, I think maybe I'd do it because I don't want to feel pain. I don't want to feel any negative feeling. I don't want to feel hurt. I don't want to feel anything but happiness and I'll fake it. Like I'll fake the happy, the bubbly, the good stuff so that I don't have to feel the ugly, the hurt, the pain, and I'll mask it up. And she was like, that's right. And it's a thing that, like, I know that I'm very self-aware sometimes, and it takes me a while to get there, but I am very self-aware, and she tells me that all the time. It's just that sometimes I don't know how to initiate the change. Um, So that's, like, something that I'm working on in therapy. Um, Other things that I'm working on, I think, um, are just, you know, with the whole anxiety thing, I think that a lot of my anxiety comes from the negative thoughts that I put in my head. Um, and I'm only ever negative about myself. I'm so positive for other people and about other people and all of that. But I have the negative thoughts that run through my head. You know, I, we do like homework. I have homework at therapy where like I'll write down like all every negative thought that I have during the day about myself. I put in my journal. Um, and I had like three pages the first time I ever did it. Now that I've been in therapy for a while and that's something that I work on, I, it's not as bad. But I still do it, and I know that a lot of people do it, and it's it's a very common thing. But it is probably the root of all of my anxiety, and you know, it's running through my head like, is this person mad at me? Did I do something to this person? Did I say something wrong? Did I do this wrong? Did I like? And it's like constantly going through my head all day, like, oh, I'm, that's not good enough. I should have done that better. I should have never said that thing five years ago. Like this is, this is stuff that like runs through my head all day long, all day long. And then of course there are specific scenarios in my life that happens and I'm thinking about that all day long and it's just a negative spiral that I go down in my head. So that's something that I've been working on is trying to like replace the negative thoughts. Like when I have a negative thought that's making me feel anxious, um, I have to kind of like stop myself in the moment and be like, we're going to erase that. And we're going to do something positive. Instead of thinking about what could go wrong, what could go right? Instead of thinking this person's mad at me, who told you that? Who told you that they're mad at you? Who told you that they hate you? Who told you that you're doing this wrong? Who, like, you, you know, I think that they're, I used to, I think that physically I'm confident. Um, I think that I'm okay with the way I look. I think that obviously I have insecurities, but I think that internally, my internal confidence has just been so shut down and so put to the back burner and and just kind of completely ignored for so long that it's it's been it's I don't have it anymore. So that's also something I'm working on in therapy is getting that internal confidence back so I can look myself in the mirror and be like I like myself. I like who I'm becoming. I like when I make mistakes. I like learning from my mistakes. I like the version that I am right now, even though she might not have it figured out, even though I have no idea what I'm doing with my life. I like her and I'm going to like the future version of me and the past version of me. We're going to forgive her because she didn't know then what she knows now. She was using what she had at the time and she didn't know. So we're forgiving our past self. We're, you know, being okay with who we are, more than okay with who we are, you know, In the current times, we are giving ourselves grace and we're learning to love ourselves for who we are and then, you know, who I'm going to be. That's a lot of what I'm doing right now in therapy. And I think that it's really, really changing my mindset and it's changing my life. And I, you know, every day I can't say that like I feel this way about myself, but I think that I'm working towards it every day and it's just been like life changing, honestly. And I'm also working on like letting go of the control in certain situations because I think that a lot of that is also something that triggers my anxiety is like I want to be able to not to control necessarily every situation, but like I want to be able to help and fix every situation that I'm put in. And I think that a lot of the times, actually every time, I like I can't and I it kills me. You know, I'm an Enneagram too. I'm the helper. <laughs> like I want to fix people. I want to you know, help everybody I can and you just can't. The only person that you can control and the only person that you can worry about and take care of is yourself. That is also something that I've learned in therapy thus far, like is that I really, really have to start caring about myself and putting in energy and time and love and commitment into myself the same way I am to other people. Um, And that was kind of a shocking thing to me. I was like, dang, I didn't realize that I did that so much until I went and like saw the bigger picture around me and had somebody sit down in front of me who does this for a living and be like, listen, this is what I'm seeing. And it's crazy. It's so crazy to think about it because you never see it, but they do like your therapist does. It's just wild to have that perspective. Other thing, this just happened to me last week in therapy. I hadn't seen her in a while. Um. And she – you know, we were doing Zoom and she was like – we were talking about a situation and she was – she looked at me. She didn't say anything for a while and she always does that. Like when she, when I know that like I've just kind of gone off on a tangent and it's about – it's me doing something or feeling something that we've already talked about. Like, you know, stuff that we've like gone through already but like I'm bringing it up again. She's like – stays quiet, lets me talk and then at the end she kind of looks at me and she's like, can I be honest? And I'm like, yes. She looks at me and she just says, you let people manipulate you. And I was just like, oh, once again, too stunned to speak. And I was like, really? And she's like, you let people manipulate you because you don't want the conflict of saying I deserve this. I'm going to stand up for myself and and say that I deserve this or I don't deserve the way you're treating me. So I'll let you manipulate me to avoid conflict or to avoid, you know, standing up for myself, yourself. And I was just sitting there like baffled because she's so true. It's so, it's so true. Like I never would have thought that or I never would have noticed that unless she had said something to me. And she's like, we need to work on that. We need to work on you standing up for yourself, sticking up for yourself. She's like, you know who you are down, you know, in the root of who you are, you know, who you are. But she's like, you vocally saying, this is who I am. I don't deserve X, Y, and Z. I don't like the way you said this to me. I don't like the way you treated me. And at boundaries. I'm really bad at boundaries because um, I don't like hurting people's feelings. <laughs> I, that sounds shitty. Also something I'm working on. There's a lot. Therapy, it's just a broad spectrum. But it's just... For me, like going to therapy has really saved my life and it makes me look at the bigger picture of myself and it, it's, it shows me things that I never would have seen in myself to work on, to just make myself a better person, not just for myself, because ultimately that's the goal. Like you want to feel better and do better, but also like going to therapy and working on yourself is is also helping you in your relationships, whether that be like your marriage, your boyfriend, your girlfriend you know, relationships with your friends, with your family. It really, really, really translates through your entire life. And if anything, if you got anything from this episode, hope that at least you could see that like you could take my experience with it or you could just see my perspective from it and maybe um, put it into your own. And if you're trying to make a decision on whether or not you want to go, you've kind of already made your decision right there by saying that you think you should go, um, but sometimes you just need that push, you just need somebody to be like, hey, do it, it's worth it, you will not regret it, it's scary and it's really, really hard to do at first and if you do do it and then you feel like you made a mistake and you're feeling uncomfortable, just know that like you're not alone, everybody feels like that when they go to therapy. Um, it's so normal to feel that way. So just keep pushing through it and it will get better and it will help you if you let it, but it only helps you if you let it. So you really have to let yourself really, really open up and it's hard. I know, trust me, I wanted to run out of that room more times than I didn't, but it's so important and it's, I know it's scary to fight your demons and to basically like, you're at war with yourself and you're trying to figure out like how to to. It, you're fighting with yourself it's it's crazy to think about but like you are fighting a war within yourself and you're seeing like the ugly parts of you that you don't want to see and it's petrifying but it is so worth it and you get so much clarity from it and every time I come out of a session that I don't feel like going into and like talking about something at the end of it I'm always like I'm really glad that I did it today I'm really glad that I opened up today and I'm really glad that I went today because I feel so much better. I feel like there's been a weight lifted off my shoulders. I feel like I'm doing good. I feel like I'm putting the effort into myself to just give myself an overall better life. So if you need that push, if you need a sign to go to therapy and to, you know, really live your best life and be your best self, this is your sign. Um... It's so worth it to work on yourself and your mental health in the end. Be so glad that you did. You will feel so much better once you've gotten past the, you know, scary stuff and the uncomfortable stuff. You will feel so much better. And I think that to leave this episode on a question, really, um, the last question I kind of got in my I, I like put an Instagram box up um, for you to ask some questions about therapy, if you had any or just, you know, anything you were c- curious about. One of the questions I got was, why go to therapy? And the simplest am- answer that I can give you personally is that you deserve to be happy. You deserve to live a life where you are not anxious and depressed and you deserve to live a beautiful life. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope that you got a little bit more insight into therapy and I hope it helps you kind of get some clarity on your decision if you are on the fence about going. Um, if you have any questions or you want to just talk about it, please reach out to me. Um, my DMs are always open on Instagram at Connor Bryan, or you can DM the podcast Instagram, which is at the It's Fine, I'm Fine podcast. Thanks guys. And I will see you. Next week.